And of course, I'm a teacher, which apparently means that I might at any moment whip out a red pen and start circling your language in the air between us, Xing out your grammar and marking every word you mispronunciate and correcting your stultifyingly inelegant syntax irregardless of the context in which you are speaking in. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I've already got my online listeners zapping each other. And we just started the broadcast. Uh, it is so good uh, to be back on air, guys. It is uh, another Wednesday, and we are always uh, live. So thank you for listening through my website, markscalia.com. If you want to be part of the chat, uh, you can click the... Uh, the audio box that you're currently listening to, and that will shoot you over to the um, the broadcasting site, which is known as Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, uh, and then you just sign on using a Facebook email or um, something else like that, any type of email, and then it will uh, you can participate in the chat. And you want to do some of that, because we're going to be playing some stuff online, yeah, we will. Um, and it's uh, before we get into anything, I, as always... I would like to thank my online listeners right now, and we have uh, Karen, Kim, and Brendan so far, and they're taunting each other for some ungodly reason, <laughs> just just taunting each other. So let's just start this off right with a happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? Past that. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Ah, yes. So soon, in fact, that here we are. And this is the part where I get to just catch you up on my week, uh, tell you some things that are on my mind. Um, I actually played a little bit of uh, a little bit of Dukes of Hazard, um, and this is funny. Uh, this is actually from the show. Uh, you guys probably didn't hear this, but this is actually from the show when they were trying to make peace with Box Hog. You boys are reacting to prejudice. The good Lord put us here on this earth to overcome things like hating people for something they did to us in the past. Doesn't that make sense? Don't you understand that? <laughs> That's Uncle Jesse, everybody. I bring this up because the Confederate flag is under attack, uh, and I don't... I understand what people are trying to do, that it represents something. It, it does. It's a flag. It's a symbol. It represents... Um, the spirit of the South being independent. It's the Confederate flag, for the love of God. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. 
And if they, it's their heritage. And I always believe this. If you do not know your history, if you do not learn from your history, you will repeat it. And if you try to omit things and pretend they never happened and just went, no, this is the way it is, it's going to happen all over again. It's going to make things worse. And the difference in people, the greatest thing that people have is their similarities, not their differences. And when you're a kid and you go to school, Kids pick on other kids. You know why? Because it's different. And we as a species are afraid of different. So we make fun of it. We taunt it. We goof on it. Whatever we do, we mess with it because that's what we're supposed to do because it's a, it's a natural reaction. This is different. You, you go, well, I don't like the Confederate flag. Why? Because it symbolizes racism. No, it doesn't. It symbolizes the South, uh, the South's. Let's see if I can get that out. Now you ain't been drinking yet. Uh, it symbolizes the the Confederacy. Now, if you want to dive down, you want to go six degrees, go right ahead. And yeah, everything, you're going to find something, you know, you're going to find the bad and everything. But it's just a flag, motherfuckers. Walmart's pulling the thing. And Walmart, Walmart won't have the fucking Confederate flag. Walmart. They won't do that. It's crazy it's just insane i think it's just you know i understand people's points you know it's like you know i'm not black i don't understand maybe i don't understand the whole thing maybe you know but i took some shit personally so i mean it, you know being italian you, you kind of get that you know people give you shit all the time and it doesn't matter what where your country where your where your family is from originally your heritage you know, people are going to give you some shit about being something. I mean, just just people. What the fuck is wrong with everybody? You know, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? <sighs> and the reason I play the Dukes of Hazard is because, one, they pulled the show off TV land, which is bullshit. And two, the guy who owns the car is going to paint over the fucking flag. He's going to paint an American flag on top of it. Are you fucking crazy? Unbelievable. Oh, uh, let's see. Kim just said, I was just down in Texas, and there are some stores selling hermit crabs and hermit crab shells with painted designs. Some are painted. Confer yeah. Yeah. Down in, I'm telling you, in South Carolina, too. Like, the hermit crabs are still inside the fucking shells. And let's be honest. They're not really hermit crab shells. They're snails that, or <laughs> they're snails that have been fucking either eaten or abandoned. They're homeless. So, yeah, they paint the shells. And I don't say, they're racist crabs is what they are. <laughs> don't they understand that those those shells were homeless? Give me a fucking break, would you please? I'm so happy that I have a limited shelf life on this ball of dirt. <laughs> racist crabs. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, my lovely bride celebrated her birthday. It was a big to-do uh, it was very nice, and it was a milestone birthday, and I started thinking, well, you know, I'm probably 47 this year, so, and every birthday, I like, I'm not a big birthday guy. I don't, I don't think you should get a prize because you, you made it <laughs> another year, that you shouldn't get a fucking prize, um, you know, as Kim says, happy birthday to Karen. Um, you, you know, so I've never been a big, you know, let's celebrate birth. No, no I really, you know, no, I'm not into it. But I started thinking about just getting older and, you know, my uh, my mother was uh, my mother died at 40, 
46, so my mother was my age when she died. Uh, my father was 79, so I got some time to catch up to him. <laughs> but, you know, and I got some friends who were sick, uh, a couple friends uh, had cancer, one had throat cancer, another one brain cancer, and uh, the brain cancer actually came back, which is not good, uh, but he's getting a little better in the hospital. But, but you worry about, as you get older, you're, uh, you know, you just worry about how it kind of affects you. So not, I'm not even talking about health. I'm just talking about getting old. And, uh, you know, Karen said to me, she goes, are you, are you going to be one of those guys to get miserable as they get older? And I went, where the fuck have you been? I was miserable at 25. And not miserable at, you know, it is actually, to me, I feel bad. I feel bad for the way people treat each other. And I, I deal with that through, um, through humor because otherwise I'd, you know, kill myself. So what I've been doing is, uh, I know that I talked about the beach before. I do day trips to the beach. Not even day trip. I just go down there for a couple couple hours, um, just walk the beach. I got a plastic bag. I start picking up cans and trash, and I throw the cans and trash. I turn it away. Uh, and I had a, you know, that's my thing. I, I just, it helps me to feel a little better. So I like that. Um, and we actually had some bad uh, things. Karen's cat had a stroke. Sorry, I'm laughing. I didn't know cats could have strokes. I did I didn't know that. I just I was like, what the fuck? But this motherfucker, he has got he doesn't have nine lives. He's got like a dozen. Like last April he got sick and uh he was he had high blood pressure. First of all, he's a fucking cat. How does a cat have high blood pressure? What are they stressing about? But apparently he had some high blood pressure issues. And uh, my wife put him on some medication. The medication had an adverse effect. He jumped off the bed. He hurt his leg. He had all these good things going on. I'm sorry. I got to clear my throat. He had all these things going on. And, you know, I'm like, oh, he's getting close. May have to go get a shovel at Home Depot. <laughs> you know, that's women do not take that the right way. Um, but <laughs> so uh, I was. And, and so that was last April, and then he got a little better, but he's been kind of sluggish, and he's been getting weird. And then he had, I guess he had a stroke. He was walking in a circle, like constantly, like he was autistic or something. He's just kept going around fucking circles. Um, and I'm like, oh, now we got to fucking get him a helmet, and he's going to bump into things. But, like, my house is not equipped to deal with a cat that only walks to the left. I mean, that's just, so he got a little better. And now he's walking in a straight line, kind of a <laughs> more of an S kind of back and forth kind of thing. But I was like, you know, we took him to the vet and I was all ready to go. Okay. Are we going to have to put him down now? I mean, I don't want to. I like the cat. He's not a bad cat. He's just, but he's just, I'm like, okay, he's fucking 17. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> and, you know, I swear to God, a sick cat is like a haircut. Now let me explain that. You know when you make, when you like, oh, I got to get my haircut. My hair looks like shit. I got to get a haircut. I got a haircut. So you make the appointment for the haircut, and the day you wake up, your fucking hair looks perfect. That is a sick cat. He's sick, 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 and then he's not fucking sick anymore. And then I'm like, ah, now we're going to have to take him to the vet. And I'm like, I was all set. I was like, because you prep yourself. You go, the cat's going to die, and I'm going to I'm gonna prep myself for this ordeal. And then he doesn't, and you're like, fuck like the first time he's like oh that's good the second time you're like oh, oh okay well he's getting older I should probably myself the third time you're like okay motherfucker just <laughs> just fucking how many lives do you have 
Just a ridiculous thing. Just sorry. That's why it's the happening now monologue. And of course, the last piece of the happening now monologue. I don't know if you guys know this. This is a real fucking thing. There's this, this is a real fucking thing. People built a robot. Now, Brendan, you wanna? Uh, wow, I'm getting so late. <laughs> I am gonna get late tonight. I I uh, I shaved. It was so hot today. I had to shave. Um, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Gonna, let's just move on. People in Canada built a robot. Now, <laughs> Mark's a dog person. I would have to lean towards dogs. I mean, cats are fine. I've had cats. Anyway, uh, apparently Canadians um, thought it would be a good idea to build a robot. And they built a robot. And uh, it, it, the, they built a robot to be to hitchhike across Canada. Now, I'm not making this up. It's called Hitchbot, and it's Canadian. And, Brendan, you want some fucking fodder. Yeah, Rise of the Machines, no shit. But the thing is, it's um, it's like it's got the Google voice. So it's got all the, it's got Wikipedia. It's got, like, all the Wikipedia entries. So you know it's fucking, it's just as flawed as we are by this point because Wikipedia is an entry you can change. But it's got the Google voice, and it's got all this knowledge, and it's got, like, this weird thing, and I would I would upload a picture if we were doing a live show. But if you if you buy your phones or your laptops or your whatever, um, Google Hitchbot, and it looks it's the weirdest fucking thing. It's like this square face thing with a glass and a fishbowl with this body and like these funky arms and wellies and like rain boots. It's wearing fucking rain boots. And it's hitch. It it already did that. It hitchhiked across Canada. It went from one coast to the other, and and then it's, it, I guess it's been to Germany on the shit. And this is the commercial. Now, of course, it's already made its way across Canada, and it it went to Germany and all this other stuff. But here's the commercial for the uh, they wanted to go across the United States. Here we go. Hello, I am Hitchbot, a hitchhiking robot from Port Credit, Ontario, Canada. This summer I am traveling across the United States of America from Boston to San Francisco with a bucket list of places I want to visit along the way. This is a real thing. I'm not making it up. Please pick me up and put me in your vehicle. I had this guy tried to force my head down while driving to the world's largest ball of string. I had to explain to him that I was a robot, but he wasn't having any of it. This other woman thought I was a recycle can and ripped my head off. I know it's 2015, and hitchhiking isn't really safe, but I did this in Canada. Okay, I get your point. It's Canada. I did meet this nice couple from Winnipeg who wanted to adopt me. The truth was they already had a child, but thought another kid would strengthen their marriage. I know that a hitchhiking robot in your car may freak you out, but look at me, it's not like I'm Skynet. I'm a laundry basket with a light bright face and water noodle arms. Come on. <laughs> That's a real fucking thing. Hello, I'm Hitchbot, a youth arcana. This is a real fucking thing, I'll tell you. Um, we're going to go to commercial, but I'm telling you, I want you guys to look up Hitchbot, and I want you to see what actually is, is fucking happening. It's it's so fuck. Yeah, the fuck. No shit. <laughs> 
But uh, we are actually having a little. Oh, we got we got a little uh, confirmation. Um, so I'm going to be taking my first break, and when we come back, uh, we have a very funny comedian. Uh, oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't play a game with you guys. Son of a bitch! I got to do that. We're going to play a quick game called Piano Man. I almost blew it. Oh, I almost blew it, guys. I almost didn't play the game with you guys. Unbelievable. Now, this is a game where I play uh, a piano song, a top 40. Someone plays a top 40 song on a piano, and you have to guess it. And these are all top 40 songs. And uh, we only have three tonight. So I'll tell you what, guys, see if you know this one. This one's a tricky one. Now, Kim's had some time off, so she's been in the car and traveling, so her iPod's been working overtime. That's a tough one. You know, it's funny that nobody got that. Everybody got it wrong. Oh, wait a minute. I know this, but I don't know the name of it. Well, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, yeah, am I wrong? Yes, yes, it is. Am I wrong? <laughs> I was still laughing at Kim Santo. I know this, but I don't know the name of it. Well, then you don't know it. It's Am I Wrong? Yes. By Nico and Vince. Or Vins. Nico and Vins. Am I, wrong? I would. <laughs> you could put a gun to my head and say, who sings this? And I'd be like, you might as well pull it, baby, because it's going to fucking happen. Oh, all right, here's another one. Here we go. <laughs> There's a guy that plays all of these piano songs. Karen's got one already. She may get this one. That's a tricky one. Anyone? Oh. Am I wrong was the first one. And if you don't get this right, I'm going to... Also, I know this one. <laughs> oh. Nobody get it right, so you all might as well take the blame. By Calvin Harris, featuring John Newman. Why do all these groups have like somebody and then featuring somebody else? Can they not just do their own shit? I don't know. Yeah, this one's quick, only 17 seconds. one's really tough. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's not snakes on a plane, but it's got somebody doing that.
That's the part where you could get it right there. Not this. Dun, dun. It's it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it's it's almost snakes in a plane, and uh, this chick's ass is ginormous. And I don't even know. See, that would be considered sexist, what I just said, which I don't understand why you can't just say something is something without being considered racist or sexist or homophobic. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just, uh, but this chick has a big ass. I just want to put it out there. <laughs> Nobody. Maybe you're laughing too much because the show is funny. I doubt it. Uh, that's actually Nicki Minaj. You know what we should do, Brandon? I think what we should do is, is I know that the aliens won't come here, but perhaps we could send people who, who are not worthy of being here to the aliens, much like a sacrificial thing. And that way the aliens will never attack us because, because people will just come at us like that. That just just keep sounding that. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but here's where I was six minutes ago. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Yeah, I'll do a piano. Why would anyone do a piano cover? <laughs> it's just where I live. That's I just find it out. Uh, you're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? And police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. Oh, Sally. She's built sweet. She got everything. What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new to catch a predator. You're one ugly motherfucker. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day! Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host. And join, joining me online, let's see if he can do this right, is the very funny Nick Giasulo, everybody. Say hi to Nick, would you? 
How's it going, Mark? Oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, wrong one. There we go. That's good. There we go. Shut them off. Nick, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, buddy. How you doing? Oh, you, you, this is the worst Skype connection I've ever heard. What is Are you on your phone? Yeah, well, that's what happens when you run a radio show out of my apartment. Well, <laughs> this is what happens when you're busy doing <laughs> shit. I didn't do a sound check with you. Don't blame it on the rain. No, I, that's a good point. That's oh, good wait point. a minute. Where is it? Hold on. Where, did I just play that? Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, this one. We'll just blame it on the night. That's all. That's, that's all. So uh, yeah, I'll uh, yeah, make I'll, it, I'll tweak it as man. we go. I'll tweak it as we go. So Nick, what were you, uh, uh, Nick Giasulo, uh, and I want to put an end in there occasionally. Uh, Nick Giasulo, very funny comic out of the Boston area, making a huge name for himself. Um, now you you were on the road, so we couldn't do a sound check. Is that what we what was happening? Yeah, so I was buying an air conditioner because it's like 100 degrees in my apartment right now. Pussy. And I haven't installed it yet, so I'm still dying over here. <laughs> I haven't put it in. You know something? I got my windows closed. How's that sound? With no air conditioner? With nothing going on. Yeah, I can't do an air conditioner. All you'd hear is buzzing for the You're show. I'm a quality control I kind mean, of guy. Gotcha. I'm a quality <laughs> control guy. Anyway. Well, it's a good thing I can't install an air conditioner then. Oh, you, you can or can't? I cannot tonight. You? Why not? Um, I'm inept. I'm like half a man. My brother's not here. He's the man of the house. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's an air conditioner. <laughs> Do you know how tricky it is? No, I know. I, I just don't have the screwdriver and can't find it. And then you were calling me. Wait a minute. You don't... So I had to go ask. <laughs> what do you need a screwdriver for? To put the little pieces together. The thing that makes it not fall out the window. I just bought the air conditioner. Right, just but the, out of the box. But the thing that doesn't make it fall out of the window is the window. <laughs> no, but you got to install the piece that hooks onto the window. I'm looking at the instructions, Mark. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> the whole thing, you can't win this one. <laughs> no, it's you lift the window, you put the air conditioner mostly out, you close the window, and the front lid cl- clips on. You know, those, you really think that two little fucking screws are going to hold a 300-pound fucking machine in a window? <laughs> I think if there's three little fucking screws, I'm not going to put it in with zero. Wait. <laughs> I got downstairs okay. neighbors. I don't want to kill their cat. Okay. What, you know, well, hey, I do, but not like that. I just did a whole bit on killing a cat. It's not a big deal. It's really you not. Know, I heard. You're a morbid fuck. You could feed it to the hitch butt. It's <laughs> That's a real thing, by the way. That is truly a real I know, fucking I thing. I dressed up like a female robot and tried to hitchhike across the city. They gave me a ticket for that one. That is, you know, and it made it. That's the thing. It made it. Did you know it's leaving? It's in. It's in Salem right now. I think it's somewhere. Yeah. In, yeah, it's somewhere close. No, but it made it through Canada, not America, right? Well, that yeah, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. All right. It. But you know, like I guess I know. nobody knows where it's going to be. It, but it's a can with like a prop thing, and the legs are like you know, it's like a doll. So the legs are, you know, um, kind of like you know, like it's sitting in a chair. And then there's a kickstand sticking out of its ass. Yeah, I don't know. See, you, you lost me at the kickstand. I'm too high for that one. <laughs> it's probably a good That's... idea you don't you don't put an air conditioner in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so, I'm high up. I don't want it to fall. Oh, you're high. No, I thought you said you were high. I did say that, Mark. I just, I just want to get high. <laughs> but Nick, you were uh, a very funny comic out of the Boston area. So how long you been? Uh, how long you been at comedy? Just over a year and a half. Oh, so, so not long. <laughs> and you're so young, and you're very funny, man. The first time we met was uh, Thank you, 
was that Halligan's Tavern? Uh, well, we met at the stadium in Quincy, but then you didn't remember me. So then we re-met at <laughs> Halligan's Tavern. I, the, the, the Quincy, was a, <laughs> that was a Sunday night, and that whole night was a blur. I was fascinated by that place. Just completely yeah, fascinated. That was in its early days. It's grown a lot. Is it really? Yeah, have you been there? I have not been there since. It's gotten pretty good. They're booking uh, weekend shows now. They had, uh, I think, Dustin Yabara might be how you pronounce it. Who? I've seen him on uh, Comedy Central. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know who that is at all. That's so weird. He's, young. he's younger. <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, yeah, he's good, man. He's good. He was there. They're talking about Mike Kaplan. Trying to get a spot there. Uh, well, you know, I, I've known Mike. I've known Mike when he was wasn't funny. So that's 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 how long <laughs> I've known Mike, and I'm not even joking. That's hard, that's hard for me to picture that because I knew him when only when he was on Netflix. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. Uh, we did a show in Salem, and uh, he opened the show. It was just like two of us, and he opened the show, and mm-hmm. they wanted to fucking kill him, like gut him, <laughs> like terribly gut him. And I'm like, yeah, Mike's funny, and they're like, mm-hmm. and so. But Mike got uh, it, you know. Mike's got a success. But let's talk about you, you fucker. Uh, so you bought yourself an air conditioner because it's like 600 degrees everywhere. Yeah. And where are you living? That you're you got an apartment. Where are you where are you at? I'm in uh, North Andover. Oh. I'm literally right over the Lawrence line, so it's not as fancy as it sounds. <laughs> so you're getting all that Lawrence heat. <laughs> Yeah, I like it though. I like it. Yeah, it's all the flame retardant stuff. And uh, the name of the show is actually "Hey Teach, Tell Me a Joke," and uh, you are not only a comic; you are also a teacher as well. Correct. And you teach. Correct. You I teach in Lawrence. You teach in Lawrence. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you teach in Lawrence? Basics. Well, all right, so I'm a uh, ooh, duck. Hang on, I can't. Cover. I don't want to be using real company names. You're, oh, you know something. <laughs> This is the internet. So I, I work for, for all your listeners out there. You know, I don't want to get caught. No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So I, I work for Blank Company, okay. which is a, a nonprofit <laughs> that goes into schools. And uh, we restructure the kids' recess and we run like a phys ed program. So I'm like a small step under a gym teacher, which apparently <laughs> you can be a step under that. And uh, it's, a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though. All I right, get my- to work with uh, kids from... Uh, Lawrence and play games and have fun all day. Oh, so it's okay. It's like sports and stuff like that. So it's not like well, yeah, it's what am sports. I? It's it's you know friendly games, teaching them to interact without trying to kill each other. Well, one of my <laughs> listeners said, "Does he teach English?" I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> no. The main language in Lawrence is Spanish. That right? is I Spanish. Why would he teach it in Spanish? So, <laughs> excuse. Me. I got a cough button and I couldn't get to it. Oh, I've uh, I'm wrapped myself with wet gauze to keep myself from exploding into flame. Lucky, we got to get I'm you. Glad a... I'm different from the new. Yeah, <laughs> but I got a I got a bunch of fans. I just can't use them yet. So uh, you've been doing comedy about a year. Um, you're really you're really tearing it up. And uh, one of the funniest shows uh, that we actually were on um, was the uh, roast of Ralphie J. Ralphie Joyelle, who's uh, <laughs> who's been a guest of the show as well. Um, but oh my god, it was so funny! And uh, Drew Dunn was on the show. He was just he was on the show a couple weeks ago and very funny. Or was it last week? I don't remember. So, yeah, two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, you did a, a you did a great great job um, hosting that show and then roasting as well. So 
Um, yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. Now, you, it actually came, it looked like it came very easy. Did you write a bunch of stuff for that roast? Um, I wrote about three minutes of Ralph Joyle-specific jokes. <laughs> and then while I was sitting there looking at who else was in the crowd, I kind of wrote jokes as I went along. Oh, because because you were zinging everybody. It was actually very. It was one of the funniest <laughs> shows that we've ever had there. Thank you, man. I never got to just be mean like that at a comedy show. <laughs> you know that was fun. To be the roast. Well, everybody was like, "Oh, that's, uh, that's I'm being mean." In comedy, man. Yeah, people that's were like, uh, "Why am I mean?" And then I'm, you know, why am I mean? And I go, it's, "You're not being mean, mean. You're roasting, and it's funny." And besides, right. he organized yeah, it. Somebody <laughs> got that night. You what? Somebody got real offended that night and left after the show. I remember that. I can't no, think of who it was. A comic? No, 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 no. One of the bar goers. Oh. Which, like, if you can offend a bar fly in Tuxbury, that's impressive, man, because the shit that comes out of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's walking out of a bar in Tuxbury on a Sunday night? <laughs> just I've said it liberal principles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you're killing it all around, man. And you uh, now, where where are the clubs you're working at? Because you just uh, you just were in Boston a little while ago, a couple uh, weeks yeah. ago. Um, I've been doing uh, Dick Doherty's on the weekend pretty consistently. Uh, uh, thanks to Alex G and Papa, helped me get a spot there. Nice. And uh, I'm going to be there tomorrow night for the comedy riots. And are you competing so, in the yeah, comedy riots? I am going to be competing. That is the prelim for me. Nice. And uh, yeah, Dick recommended I give it a shot. So. I'll be meeting him for the first time. Looking forward to that. That's yeah. You know, I've known Dick for. I started at Dick Doherty's club in the Woburn a long time ago. Wow, long that's time. Crazy. But yeah, and we did the uh, we did the stitches, the WBCN stitches comedy riot. Um, that was like, it was insane. And I think Dick started the uh, the Beantown comedy riots, what ten maybe eight ten years ago, maybe a little longer than that not even sure wow so you it before i was conceived that's interesting are you f- oh fuck me you, you know something i'm gonna dress you up as a fucking hitch bot <laughs> <laughs> drop you off at lawrence and see how many people pick you up i just i just i don't know why the fuck of all the things to do somebody this species of mine builds a fucking robot to hitchhike across the and I would understand if it had a video camera and a GPS kind of thing, and it actually could videotape the stuff that it saw and take. Like people are taking <laughs> pictures with it. Like the machine doesn't well, even you, take. So you would watch that? That'd be interesting to you. No, but at least it would be interesting. You know, people put iGo cameras. Yeah, they put iGo cameras on their fucking headsets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. what's the difference? Put an iGo, snap a fucking iGo to the top of its head. Oh. I don't know, man. The thing that thing, the shit that came out of that thing's mouth was creeping me out. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't even see it. Well, she was complaining quite a bit, actually. I felt bad. There was another thing about a rest stop in there. I pulled that. I couldn't. I could. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna create a woman to ride in a car with, you could get the one that doesn't talk. Oh, really? <laughs> so young. <laughs> so young. Speaking of that, is your humor based on that? What's your what uh, now the now people people based on misogyny? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. No. So how long have you um, hated women? No, my comedy is. Uh, I get a lot of it from you know working at the school and uh, a lot of it from my family. I'm Italian. You've heard me. Yeah. <laughs> I, originally, the show was going to be called "I Want to Buy a Vowel," <laughs> but I could. Hey yo. No, but the, you don't have an eye. Yeah. You don't have an eye. Oh no, wait. You have an A E I. Uh, no, you don't have an. Uh, what don't you have? 
An A. You don't have an E? An A E I. Yeah, an E. That's why I stopped. That's why. Because I was looking at it going, oh, I want to buy Vi. But if, only you. But it was is it Nicholas or Nick? Uh so I go by Nick. My official name's Nicholas, but all my Italian relatives call me Nicky. Okay. So you could go with Nicky and then you'd have I'd like to buy a vowel. Because then you would have them all. Sometimes Y as well. Yeah, see, Nicky never really did it for me unless you were saying it with like that Italian Nicky. Like Nicky doesn't work for me otherwise. Fucking Nicky. I can't just walk around with Nicky. Oh, speaking of Nicky, uh, an Italian. Um, my cousin, I just saw this on Facebook. They, you know how Spider-Man, yeah, you're not a comic book guy, are you? Oh, you, wait a minute. Let me say, yes, you kind of are definitely a comic book guy. Um, yeah. Cause you got, you got tats and your girlfriend's all tatted up with Deadpool and my all. My girlfriend likes comic books more than I do. Why? <laughs> so she will appreciate this then. I just read, and this is not, maybe it's one of those internet things that just kind of start a rumor. Apparently, well, you know, Spider-Man is going to be in the next Captain America movie, uh, for the movie That's Civil War. Is that confirmed, or is that the rumor? Oh, no, no, that's confirmed. That's been confirmed for a uh, while. Yeah, they're still filming it. Um, but, yeah, Spider-Man's going to be in, because uh, you can't do Civil War without Spider-Man. That's the whole point of the, the comic book. Uh, um, but apparently, they uh, they might relaunch Spider-Man at some point, and, <laughs> and they're going to recast all the characters, of course. Apparently, Aunt May... Which I thought Sally Field was a very good Aunt May, but the first, you know, with Tobey Maguire, I thought that was cast perfectly. I thought it looked, everybody looked the roles just like comic books. But apparently, it was very viable in the originals. Yeah, and she really looked like the comic book Aunt May, this, you know, Mm -hmm. 70 year old woman, which really didn't make a lot of sense because she would be more like Grandma May. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's great aunt, right? At that point, isn't that the family connection? I don't know if, well, I don't think that she was great Aunt May. I think she was Aunt May. I think he just called her Aunt May, but I think it was like grandmother's sister or something like that. And, I don't know. I'd am, I go gonna, am I going to have to Google this now? Am I going to have to oh, risk somebody calling me on Google Hangouts? Let's see. And Dude, if there's one group I don't want calling me while I'm on the radio, it's nerds. Yes. Well, here's a long I story. You no know more than me. I'm sorry. Long story short, too late. Marissa Tomei has been approached to play Aunt May. What? <laughs> the entire internet went, That's what? Ridiculous. Yes. And then, of course, my friend put it, he posted it. And my response was, well, of course, her biological clock is ticking like this. <laughs> I mean, that's all well and good. All right, so my girlfriend's kid, he watches a Spider-Man cartoon in which Aunt May is like a young, hot blonde. I don't get it. Oh, uh, the, he's talking about Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, dude, don't fuck with me on she's this. She's like, young and hot, skydiving. It's... Yeah. No, she's like, well, that's the thing, because Spider-Man was 16 when he became Spider-Man. So his mother... Yeah, my girlfriend told me she would have fucked 16. She what? She would have fucked Peter Parker when he was 16. She told me that. Well, nobody would have fucked Peter Parker at 16. That's the point. <laughs> that's the whole point. Well, Diane... Wait a minute. Diane Lane played Spy- Superman's mom. Yes, of course. Well, Diane Lane... Looks like she could be, you know, Superman's supposed to be like 25. And if Diane Lane is 50, then that makes perfect fucking sense. Now, doesn't it? But Marissa Tomei does not look like she's 50. She still looks very young. She looks like she's in her 40s. I'd rather give her old makeup, like Johnny Knoxville. (laughs) Bad grandpa. (laughs) Yeah, bad Aunt May will be like the the working title. (laughs) She's going to be the biggest bitch ever. I'm glad she's dead. 
I'm glad the goblin snapped her neck. What a, man, May, well, that fucking, your, your uncle was a prick, you know? <laughs> the goblin worst. bashes in her prayers. Yes. Finish it. Go fuck yourself. Yes. <laughs> Sony's really dragging the bottom of the barrel. They go, we can't make any money. Let's just sell all the characters back. <laughs> Unless it's on a PlayStation 4, we can't make any money. So wait, they're going to reboot all of Spider-Man and bring Spider-Man into Civil War. Is it going to be the same guy? Is it all going to be connected? I don't know, because Sony is allowing Marvel this one bit. And with Spider-Man, uh-huh. Spider-Man is an Avenger at this point. But then again, so is Wolverine. Um, you know, and there's a lot of crossovers now. They're going to... I think what they're going to do is they're going to go in the the Dark Avengers thing, which the Marvel Universe, they wiped out everybody. Everybody's dead. And now they have the Dark Avengers, which, you know, Captain America's dead. I, st- I, I have the comic I need to read, The yeah. Death of Captain America. Yeah, well, he dies in the Civil yet. War. Yeah, he dies in the Civil War. I think he dies in the Civil War. I haven't, I haven't read it. I've got over 100 digital comic books, and I've gotten through about 65 of them So to get there. Um Bro. Far ahead of me, sir. No, wait. It was both Diane. What Diane Lane played Superman. My sister is just arbitrarily just writing stuff. Aunt May should be a milf. <laughs> May should be a milf. No, she'd be a <laughs> an ilf. An is a, a elf. Elf. She'd be an elf. Am elf. She'd be an no no. She she'd be an elf. <laughs> an elf. Oh, I was uh, Peter Parker's <laughs> aunt for a while. It didn't like it. <laughs> this is the weird. I haven't heard an elf impression in a long time. Oh uh, this God. is the weirdest. Sh- I don't know where this show is I going. Had a stuffed animal. It, uh, it, so it started with me getting stoned and you bringing up topics. <laughs> That's how we got. Wait a minute. You, okay, just do not. I'll tell you what. We're going to go. <laughs> That's a good place to break. Here's my little bit. I'm going to take a break. You do not lift that air conditioner. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Irregardless. Wait a minute. My sister just said, I said that both actresses are 50. Diane Lane and, uh, I don't, you know something? Yeah, but Diane Lane looks. Yeah, but Diane can, yeah, Diane Lane looks a little, you know, like, what? she was in that Tuscany movie, wasn't she? I have no idea what that Tuscany movie is. You have a girlfriend? So don't go with me. You have a girlfriend? Do I have a girlfriend? Yeah, you I have do. A, you come with me? No, you... You have a girlfriend, then you would know that that Tuscany, love in Tuscany. I think my girlfriend is more of a man than I am. She's not going to be able to help me with that. Have <laughs> her put the air conditioner in, ladies. You're listening. You're listening to Radio Regardless. And Jesus, we'll be right back. On this episode of Real Celebrity Rumors, the Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, but was cancelled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book. Yabba Dabba Doos and do nots. My life, as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in Bedrock. And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors, the Powerpuff Girls. Sugar, spice, and not everything nice. Irregardless 2517, 
for the path of the radio listener is beset on all sides by the inequities of the pop stars and the ridiculousness of the talkies. Listen to Radio Irregardless with your host, Mark Scalia, or he will lay his vengeance upon thee. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the Skype line, Nick Giasulo. Oh, shit, this thing's still on? Yes. Hello. It's Sulu. Hi, Mark. Not Sulu. Still here. It's hello. Sulu. Get it? Anyway. Hello. Anyway. Hello there. Sulu. <laughs> you actually sound, that's like yeah. so squeaky. Are you on your cell phone, your phone? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I've had people. That's all I got. Is it an iPhone? Nope, it's a droid. Okay. People have called me on an iPhone through Skype, and it sounds better than a regular phone call. So, are you want? Oh, really? you know what? It, you know what it could be? Maybe you're not on your Wi-Fi. Maybe you're on your network. I was on my Wi-Fi, and it kept shutting down. So, I, it oh. was fucking me up. So, I had to it. Ah, we'll work it out. But you know something, Nick? We didn't have a chance to go over this on the pre-show, so I'm going to go over it now. Um, since I got you on the line and I want to do this, uh, we'll play a quick game with you. Um, your act is, uh, you're, you kind of like to do a little bit of self-deprecation, but then you also like to kind of zing other people. So you have a nice, a nice balanced sense of humor, like zing and can uh, be zinged. And, gotcha. yeah, I agree. <laughs> and, uh, you, you actually hosted a roast. So you understand what it's like to kind of insult somebody and yet be still nice about it. So, I'm going to play a game with you called If You Can't Say Something Nice. If you can't say something nice. You warthog-faced buffoon. Don't say nothing at all. This is a game where I play a quick little soundbite of somebody insulting somebody else, and you have to guess what movie it's from. Now, here's our benefit. You and I are speaking... uh, instantaneous via skype but my listeners may be experiencing a delay anywhere from between three to eight seconds worth of delay that's what they tend to do all right uh-huh. now the, the the disadvantage you have is is more of them than of you there is actually uh six live listeners on the chat and i've got actually four through my website uh, so there's a total of 10, but those four on my website can't actively participate. So if you know the answer, you can just blurt it out. And if you don't know the answer, well, if they get it first, then you will lose. So are you ready to play? Well, what do I lose? <laughs> you lose the game. Damn it. You lose I the, don't want to lose that, lose, but all right, I'll give it a shot. You lose the ability to screw in a air conditioner with three screws tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't need the air conditioner to screw. All right. <laughs> You're going to need the air conditioner. <laughs> it's too hot to fuck. That's what I always used to say. Actually, my dad was like, too fucking hot to fuck. Then Anyway, here's the first one. <laughs> it was nothing like that penis breath, Elliot. <laughs> it was nothing like that penis breath. It was nothing like that penis breath, Elliot. <laughs> that was. Oh, oh my God. Really? <laughs> I should know this because my friends in college used to yell it at me. You should. And everybody's got it before you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get it. It is E.T. That is correct. Yes. I easily should have got it. And you that, got, is that ain't correct. right. I know that one. <laughs> what's that from? That is correct. Billy Madison. Yes, and what's this that one That ain't from? right. Who's that? Jimmy Kahn. That ain't right. What? Jimmy Kahn. James Kahn. 
that ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right. So your oh, first one. Right. I thought you meant the first part. <laughs> no, the first one was E.T. Uh, and two of the listeners, Jason and uh, Brendan, got it. Uh, and here's the second one. This one's a little tricky. This movie came out in, I think, 80, I want to say 88, maybe 89. No, probably 88, 86. You're going to pay full price, Rummy. I don't give any fucking serviceman's discount. Too bad your old Eddie does. It's a tricky one. The very end, you'll get who says it. You're going to pay full price, Rummy. I don't give any fucking serviceman's discount. Too bad your old lady does. Too bad your old lady does. If you guess the actor, you'll guess the movie. Too bad your old lady does. Too bad your old lady does. <laughs> I'll just play the very end of it. Here we go. You're going to pay full price, your old lady does. Too bad your old lady does. Too bad your old lady does. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, Mark. No, you it's gotta not, get something for my uh, my my existence. My uh, my listener is saying anything but loose. No, those movies come out in the early eighties. Uh, Deadpool uh, came out in the early nineties. Oh no, Deadpool came out in the early eighties as well. Uh, so it's neither one of those movies. I'll give you a hint. His name is uh, uh, what is it? his name is Rummy Rennie? Rennie. He's um technically a drill sergeant, I think. He's in the army, and I'm trying. It's not to... Full Metal Jacket, is it? No, <laughs> that would be hysterical, <laughs> though. <laughs> oh, Heartbreak Ridge. Brendan got it with Heartbreak Ridge. That is correct. Oh, so ah. you you are two for naught. That ain't right. Yeah, you got nothing on that one. That's all right. All right, you got to redeem yourself. You have to redeem yourself on this next one. Back. This one is a classic. Come out in 1980. Classic. Jesus Christ! You fat penguin! Oh, you fat penguin! You fat penguin? Uh, what was it? You fat penguin is the only thing. He's slapping him with rulers. No. That's all I got for you. No, it's the the it's um two brothers. Uh, being slapped with rulers by a nun. Two of my listeners thought it was Animal House. Uh, no, but the actor that was in Animal House was actually in this movie as well. Oh. Yes, and at the end she goes, Go away, and you will both, and don't come back until you've redeemed yourselves. We're in a mission for, we're in a mission for God. Yes. I got nothing for you, Mark. Kim Santo got it with the Blues Brothers. That is correct. Oh. Ah. So here's what I'm going to well, do. I yeah, you, that one you should have known. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our third and final break, and we got a little clip coming up from Nick Giasulo in the third break. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, t- I'm gonna tabulate all the scores. It shouldn't take long. So <laughs> you're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at salemfoodtours.com. To leave a question or comment, 
call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. This is a big deal for me. Another big deal this year. I became the first one in my family to graduate from college. Yeah. Uh, we're a military family, though, so that just makes me the gay one, though. Yeah. Another big accomplishment this year. I got a girlfriend for the first time in three years. Uh, just to prove I'm not gay. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Dude. She's, you know, she's adventurous. I'm learning a lot from her. She likes to role play. You know, she dresses me up like superheroes. <laughs> Superman, Spider-Man. She wanted to do Batman and Robin. Yeah, she invited my brother. <laughs> to be Batman. Stop on her. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the Skype line, Nick Giasulo. And that was a clip from you at the Comedy Den as well. Dick, yes, it was. Dick Doherty's Comedy Den, talking about your girlfriend and the fact that you're military family and you're not gay. So that always works out nice. <laughs> One of those three things is a lie. What? <laughs> and should we leave it up to the audience? Leave it up to the audience. Leave it up to the audience. Let's have a little mystery in the show tonight. Uh, and speaking of mystery, um, if you want to actually follow Nick, uh, he's got a Twitter thing. He's got a Twitter thing. I don't, I don't get the Twitter. It's a, it's like a birthday party. Uh, oh, I hate it, man. What? Twitter? I hate the Twitter thing. I'm bad at it. Oh, actually, I prefer Twitter over Facebook. Facebook is personal, and, and Twitter is comedy for me. But if you guys want to follow him, he's very easy to find. He's, uh, he's on Twitter at. N-A-G comedy, which would be Nick, middle initial is A-G, G-G and Zulo, comedy. And if you actually go to his Twitter site, it says Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah, that's right. It says Nickelodeon. <laughs> you don't even know his Twitter feed. It doesn't even know. But he's, again, he's at Twitter. Uh, he's Twitter at N-A-G comedy, and you can follow him through. It's free stalking, as I like to call it. Free stalking. <laughs> so Nick, here's the thing I do uh, before I, uh, before we get to the whole promotion stuff, um, and I've really the, we've I've, I've had a lot of fun. I'm sweating my ass off, and I'm really I don't I I'm, I don't want to open a window. Um, but here's what I do before I let you go and do the promotion stuff. Please tell me and my lovely listening audience uh, the three questions I ask of all my uh, my guests is please tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. And let's uh, let's keep it at comedy. <laughs> All right. Your first time so on stage. My first you, time. Yes. Uh, losing my virginity. Was, no, no, I mean, no. <laughs> uh, doing a comedy show. That's uh, uh, no. So I went yeah. to uh, I went to the Middle East when I decided I wanted to do it, and I just watched uh, the open mic there Tuesday nights in Cambridge, and uh, I asked Rob Crean about getting on the show. Um, and he told me to email him, and so I did all that, and I came back the next Tuesday, and uh, I almost didn't even leave the house. My friend Preston had to drag me out of the house, convince me that you know it was going to be fine. So he gets me out of the house, and I go there uh, with all these jokes I had written over the like month before it, and I did maybe one of those jokes, and then just got nervous and started talking out of my ass, kind of like I'm doing right now. <laughs> and uh, I actually ended up getting a lot of laughs out of it, so it was a very positive first experience. And uh, I, I started going to like three or four open mics a week after that. Nice. See, it's a nice story. 
That's a wonderful story. Yeah. Now, you've only been doing it a year, but you must have had a bunch of different peaks at this point. Please tell us about your best time thus far. Uh, my best my best show. Let's see. Uh, hmm. The first time I got a paid gig, uh, the room was way bigger than I expected, and the audience was fantastic. You were at that show. Oh, you the, booked me for that one at uh, uh, Gardner, Mass. That's right. We and that felt great because... It was it was new to me, in general, and then I get there and the room was more than I expected and the crowd was more than I expected, and uh, it was it was a first time experience in that it was a very quiet, attentive audience. There was only a couple other comics there, and then it was all people who had never seen uh, me or you know possibly comedy at all. So the silence between jokes was something I'd never experienced, but it was, it went so well and I got a great reaction. And uh, that felt really good to walk away from. That's like, now you're describing them listening as opposed to just background noise and things like that in background a show. Background noise, bar scene, yeah, or jokes to mostly comics. Yeah, it was just a newer, <laughs> newer experience for me at that time. And they loved you in Gardner. I do that show once a year, and I try to always bring different people, and uh, they really enjoyed you. You had a, it, it was a fun time. It was really, and it that's, snowed that's like a son of a. About my Comedy Central credits. Ah, that's right. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> on Comedy Central when I'm on a show. And of course, now we saved the last. We we saved the worst story for the last because it's probably the funniest story. <laughs> um. All right. So I'll give you two quick ones because the first one's not funny, but it was by far the worst. Okay. Is I was doing a show in Rockport when the owner of the bar came out and started yelling at the host of the comedy show. Is it Rockport, Rockport Mass? Set. Rockport Mass? Uh, was it Ro no, Rockland. I'm sorry, Rockland. Rockland Mass. Yeah, I can't think of the name of the place. I'm not going back. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but the bar owner starts yelling at the guy and then starts yelling at me like he was going to fight me. And I didn't know what to do, so I just had the microphone. And every time he'd yell at me, I'd look at someone in the audience and like ask him through the microphone if he's trying to start a fight. <laughs> it was an awkward, scary experience. But uh, I'd say the worst time I ever felt on stage, I was still really new. It was like two or three months in. And I was at Sally O'Brien's, and everything had gone great. And I was talking to comics after the show, uh, smoking a little medicinal. Uh, I guess. Call it medicine. Yeah. And no somebody says, this. let's go to Tasty Burger. And I was like, that's a great idea. So I go to Tasty Burger thinking we're going to get burgers. I have a little more medicine. I feel really good, ready to eat a burger. And we get there, and it turned out there was another open mic at <laughs> Tasty Burger. And so everyone signed me up for comedy. And I got up there, and for about three minutes, I really didn't say anything and got no laughs. <laughs> and finally, I just went, wow, I'm... I'm never doing this high again. And I got a really <laughs> laugh. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get off now. <laughs> yeah, because I get hyper when I smoke. I don't get mellow. I want to fix everything. Yeah. I'm like MacGyver. I just want to fucking I fix get, it. Uh, I, I get that I don't care mentality, and I get it too much, so I'll just go on there and be like, oh, oh it's a joke. <laughs> You just you will don't get you know if you don't move air conditioners tonight wait for uh, wait for Sandy to come in so and we got to get Sandy on the show later on too she's going to be coming up over the oh, summer oh she is absolutely hilarious uh, she's my best memory in comedy but you told me to stick to comedy so yes. I'll throw that in there. <laughs> yeah and now speaking of comedy um I know that uh, you got a, a bunch of stuff coming up you mentioned the uh, Beantown riots tomorrow night Thursday night. Yep. What else? Uh, what else you got coming up? I've been working with uh, Alana, and I don't want to get her last name wrong. Susco out here. Yes. Yes. Susco. The Roman Whippersnappers. Yes. So I'll be hosting at Whippersnappers for the first time uh, this upcoming Wednesday. Nice. I think that's July fifteenth. 
And then uh, July 30th, I'll be at Fody's Tavern in Nashua. Yeah. And I'll actually have some of my family from Florida in town for that one. Oh, good. Sandy will be on that show, too. Nice. That'll be a lot of fun. Now, if you make it uh, tomorrow night, is tomorrow like just the uh, preliminary rounds or? Prelims. And if I I win that, I I believe the 31st is the semifinals. Oh, cool. And uh, it'll get interesting from there. Well, I wish you all the best of luck, uh, Nick. And we got, uh, I mean, we're, we're doing shows a lot. We kind of bump into each other a lot, but um, hopefully at yeah. some point. Oh, I got Oscars. <laughs> yeah, we got Oscars, Pinatas coming up. He's just, you know, once a month July there. July 20th, if that's a Sunday, I believe that'd be the one. July 20th, yes. Yes, let me. Yeah, I believe that's it. Otherwise, I'll have to double check my message with Ralphie Joyle. Uh, well, it's either the 19th or the 26th, because that's the next Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta look then. Yeah, uh, keep your eyes up on that one. It'll be on Facebook. And that's a, that's always a fun show there too. And I know that um, he should probably do a roast every three months. So we'll see if I'm going to be yeah. on the short list. Apparently, but yeah, no, you you uh, you're a likely candidate. So. I hope so, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind being roasted. I can take it. I can take it. I can take it. But hey, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, don't work too hard tonight with the air conditioner. It's been great having you on the show. Uh, I know that uh, we'll probably bump in each other very, very soon. So, Nick Giasulo, everybody. Thanks Thank for being on much. the show, man. That's uh, that's the show, everybody. Very funny kid. Uh, I hope he gets that air conditioner on tonight because it's going to be terrible. It's supposed to be. You know, we always complain about stuff when doing, and it, it just doesn't even make any sense because it was a hundred and fucking ten inches of snow like a month and a half ago. So I'm not gonna bitch too much. So um, me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my schedule. Uh, I'm going to be uh, off. Uh, well, tomorrow night I'm working, but I'm doing a private show. Uh, Friday night I got something. Of course, it's always TBA. So check my schedule for that because it may be updated. I hope. And Saturday I'll be at Hearts Turkey Farm, first show of the season up in Meredith, New Hampshire. Way the funk up there. Uh, Sunday, I will be doing some background work on a super secret movie. I can't even say how super secret it is. And then Monday, I'll be trekking up to Smuggler's Notch in Stowe, Vermont for their shows there. And that is always a good time. I'm going to go on some water slides. And as always, if you want to be a guest or a sponsor, email radioirregardless at gmail.com. Or you can actually call the hotline 978-219-9294. Next week, our guest will be Paul Landwehr, a very funny comedian. Hey, guys, have a great week. We'll see you soon. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Air Regardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Air Regardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2015. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.